The Golden Globes nominations are finally here, and there's so much to talk about. Kim Kardashian's shapewear line was roasted on TikTok. And we are discussing the TikTok silhouette challenge with Lauren Strapagale. It's February 3rd, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Okay, Zach, have you seen that um, that viral tweet that went around that was like a woman's side of the bed and then the man's side of the bed? Uh, no, I did not know that we were gendering sides of beds. No, I did not know. <laughs> yes, yes, because everything's gendered, Zach. Get that in your head. Okay, but in this case, it was gendered and a lot of people were relating to it. So let me set the scene for you on the woman's side of the bed. It was like this beautiful nightstand with like a book, an alarm clock, maybe some like lotion or something like that, you know, that. And then it goes to the man's side. There's no nightstand and all his shit's just on the ground. <laughs> And so everyone just kept responding to it and being like, here are all the other gendered things in our home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming these are heterosexual people, yes, right? Because yes. I, I know my nightstand. I have an actual one. I have a very vintage, um, the black box inside of an old plane. I'm very extra. I have a lot of stuff on mine. So it's even like a really boutique style thing. So that's a uh, straight culture, what you're talking about. Yes, that is straight culture. That's correct. <laughs> you know what else is straight culture? All these goddamn Golden Globe nominations. <laughs> 100%. Please, let's <laughs> let's begin there because I have many I, feelings. Just furious. There's so much to get through. So, you know, positives for Netflix. They're absolutely crushing it with 42 nominations across film and television. This includes shows like The Crown, which obviously, yes, but it also includes Emily in Paris. <laughs> And then, you know, other good news in terms of honorees, Jane Fonda gets the nod for the Cecil B. DeMille Award, and producer Norman Lear will be honored with the Carol Burnett Award. But Zach, we need to talk about everything we hate right now. So I was willing to give Emily and Paris the time and space early on in the pandemic, you know, when things, when we were younger and thought, oh, this is only going to be a few months. And I just knew this was going to be a passing, fleeting thing yes. of content, lack of content, whatever. I did not think that when we hit award season, that Emily and Paris <laughs> would do anything, especially take up a slot that Michaela Cole yep. rightfully deserves. Yep. And that's all I'm thinking of right now is that this is proof that white supremacy exists, <laughs> that Emily and Paris has a nomination, and I may assure you does not, period. And also, I think that the actress who plays Emily is also nominated for Best Acting. Oh, you just mean, you need you mean Phil Collins' daughter, Lily? <laughs> yes. Yes, she is nominated. Michaela Cole is not, and Lily Collins is. This is everyone's time. Please go watch I May Destroy You. It is such a freaking good show. But then the other thing that's upsetting me that I could, like, cry laughing about is that James Corden was nominated for Prom. It's just, like... It's so upsetting because he played a very offensive, gay, stereotyped character. I just want to put out a notice to all of you out there that says, I know under Obama, we thought racism had ended and that <laughs> we were all pro-gay just because he was in the White House. No, we are not repeating this bullshit in the Biden administration. We all think homophobia and racism is over. This is proof. James Corden is getting nominated for being homophobic. Lily Collins is getting nominated for blocking out a black woman. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm not watching the Globes. Sorry. I, I'm with you. It, it doesn't seem exciting. I'm like so not into this this year. Oh, God. Anyway. Let's talk about something else. I want to discuss Kim Kardashian's new shapewear line skims, which is something I thought I would never say. It seems like my blood pressure isn't going to go down at any point during the show. And this is not because I've tried it recently, but because TikToker Adria Barrick reviewed it. And fam, it is brutal. This video is for Kim Kardashian and Kim Kardashian only. 
Hi, Kimberly. What is this? I thought skims were supposed to make me look curvilicious, not Winnie the Pooh wearing too small underwear. I look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. I have two more butt cheeks than I started with. Do you like my curves? Oh yes, I am wearing shapewear. Oh, you didn't know? You couldn't tell? That's all. The video has over 9 million views and Kim hasn't responded to it yet. Wild that she hasn't responded when the video was made for her and her only. <laughs> yeah, this was for you, Kim. Do you have thoughts here? Do um, you have any feelings? You know what? I also haven't tried it, but after watching this video, I don't know that I will. <laughs> I'm going to be good. You know, I love the advertisements. I will say that like it looks chic and it began as a maternity line mm -hmm. and now it's pivoted to body shapewear, which... We could do a whole thesis on uh -huh. what the hell is going on there. But I thought it was at least good. I thought, I assume, yeah. you know, the Kardashians are like the royal family of like creating fake silhouettes out there in the world. So I thought they could do this. It seems like they probably didn't make shapewear for every body type. If I was to make a little guessy. <laughs> Wait, it's just not for really, really thin people? Wait, what are you talking about, Casey? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> take all this info as you may, as you want. Buy it, don't buy it. I don't care. I'm not invested in Kim K stock. I'm still trying to get that good old game stock. stock. <laughs> so anyway, when we come back, we're talking about the silhouette challenge and how people have managed to ruin it. Stay right there. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hello, I'm Minnie Driver, and on my podcast, Mini Questions, I ask trailblazers across different disciplines the same seven questions. Questions about the inflection points in their life, what they like least about themselves, and what relationship has defined love for them. This season, I'm coming back with new trailblazers like Blondie vocalist Debbie Harry, journalist and television host Jeremy Clarkson, editor-in-chief of InStar magazine Laura Brown, and creative juggernaut Goldie. Join me as we continue this exploration on season two of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is Roxanne Gay, host of the Roxanne Gay Agenda, the bad feminist podcast of your dreams. Now, what is the Roxanne Gay Agenda, you might ask? Well, it's a podcast where I'm going to speak my mind about what's on my mind, and that could be anything. Every week, I will be in conversation with an interesting person who has something to say. We're going to talk about feminism, race, writing in books and art, food, pop culture, and yes, politics. I start each show with a recommendation. Really, I'm just going to share with you a movie or a book or maybe some music or a comedy set, something that I really want you to be aware of and maybe engage with as well. Listen to the Luminary Original Podcast, The Roxanne Gay Agenda, the bad feminist podcast of your dreams, every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Zach, I need to know, have you seen any of the Silhouette Challenge videos on TikTok? 
<laughs> I have, and they have made me incredibly nervous because, I mean, some of them are incredible. There's one of someone yes. eating pizza and then like going into a sexy silhouette afterwards. But I just have had many questions about like, are these people actually naked or not or whatever? Okay. Yes, Zach, that is an extremely valid concern. But, you know, just for anyone that doesn't know, it's a trend that has people sweetly dancing to a clip of the Paul Anka song, Head on My Shoulder, when suddenly the light flips and you see the person in a backlit red silhouette wearing considerably less clothing. But, of course, someone had to go and ruin this for all of us. Uh, TikTokers participating in the trend are now in danger of receiving a lot more exposure in these videos than they bargained for because, well, the Internet sucks. Joining us today to break down what is happening and what it says about us as a society is BuzzFeed News reporter Lauren Strapagel. She wrote the article, Women Are Warning Creators About the TikTok Silhouette Challenge. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. For sure. So let's start here. What is the Silhouette Challenge and how did it take off? So the Silhouette Challenge has been going around TikTok for, I think, you know, a couple of weeks now. And it's this sort of sexy, fun thing where you record yourself I don't know, maybe in a row, maybe in some yoga pants, looking kind of, you know, casual. And then you switch it to this backlit silhouette of yourself and like harsh red lighting. And you're like making sexy poses. You're showing off your body. You're probably wearing some lingerie. It's basically just a way to feel good about yourself and look hot. Okay. Okay. And are celebrities doing this? Because I feel like that's the first piece of evidence that something is super viral. Yes, a lot of blue check people are getting in on this. I saw that <laughs> Tiffany Haddish in Common had done mm. like a real sexy one. They're like making out in the doorway. I saw Coco Rocha, the model, did one where she's like showing off her poses. So it's definitely gone mainstream. Mm. So yeah, you're right. You know, like this started out as such a sexy, fun concept, which means that it's been ruined, of course. Can you tell us how it's been ruined? So the very unfortunate thing is that when you apply filters, so people are using filters both from uh, Snapchat and on TikTok, mostly on Snapchat. There's this thing called the Vin Rouge, which adds like a red glow. And you also, of course, use ambient lighting. So you're trying to backlight yourself. But if you put that into an editing program, it is possible to reduce the redness, reduce the contrast, that kind of, like play with the lighting and you can get more detail out of these videos. You can't totally reverse them and make them look like they're shot in normal lighting, but it is possible to reveal details on some of them where you might see like more detail of the body or the outfit of the lingerie or whatever. So the point is that you're exposing more of these people than they were expecting to be exposed. And so what happened is people were putting out tutorials on how to do this and kind of snowballed from there. Do we know, was it like one specific person that had like too much time on their hands um, to figure it out? Or was it like multiple people? Multiple, like dozens. Uh, Like still on YouTube, there are multiple videos showing you how to do this. There were Twitter channels dedicated just to posting edited videos. They've been removed. Thankfully, there was a subreddit um, that was also just posting edited videos that was banned. But of course, we know that people swap things like revenge porn or edited videos or whatever in places like text messages or private discord. So it's really hard to say how far these have gone. Wow. So we know that people are actually stepping up to warn folks here, but TikTok itself is not actually engaging. Talk to us about what the platform is and is not doing and why why aren't they doing more for this problem right now? So all the warnings I saw were from women. Um, I saw it in TikTok videos. I even saw one 
that a woman took a photo of herself using this silhouette look and actually showed how she could edit it to reveal more detail. I didn't include that because I don't want to give anybody a tutorial, but it's very easy to do. And I also saw people, you know, just posting plain old warnings on TikTok using the hashtag silhouette challenge. I saw warnings on Twitter. I saw warnings on Facebook. And these have all been shared, you know, hundreds or thousands of times because people want to get the word out. And as for what TikTok is doing, so the thing is, these edited videos are not ending up back on TikTok. It's more so that they're appearing on other sites. TikTok is actually pretty vigilant about getting rid of inappropriate content to the point where people say they even over-police. Like, for example, the way they've purged the accounts of sex workers who weren't actually posting anything explicit. Or Cassie Steele of Degrassi fame posted something recreating a look from the show where she had like a thong sticking out of her jeans and they got rid of that saying it was inappropriate. Wait, they did? Sorry, I know that video. I'm not a particular person, but I saw that video. That got taken down. That wasn't that inappropriate. Yeah, so they're actually, yeah, people accuse them of over-policing all the time. So you could say that this problem isn't actually theirs, but if they could include a warning, that might be nice. Yeah, definitely. And you know, so you said they've been posted other places and some places are taking them down. These tutorials on YouTube, are they still up there? Because um, I heard that some were even running ads in them. I checked about 20 minutes ago and I still saw multiple. I did reach out to Google, who of course owns YouTube, and they have not responded to me. So, you know, a larger thing here that I keep thinking about and why I've been so afraid of these videos is that there are a lot of young people on TikTok and and they don't look as young as they are sometimes, but these videos have been something like, I think a lot of teens are even trying. So talk about their content moderation and should they be, you know, staying this strict because there are so many young people on here compared to Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, and they've absolutely gotten in trouble for this before. I mean, there's a whole um, issue with how they used um, the information of minors and there has been a lot of concerns about things that minors are posting on the app and who is consuming them and interacting with them. So I think this has always been something TikTok and TikTok users have been concerned about. But I mean, a teen can go and do like influencers, teenage influencers will post TikToks of themselves dancing in bikinis. And what's the difference you know, and, and like the question of, uh, of what you do about it, I think is beyond my pay grade, but I think the unfortunate thing is that, you know, teens need to be very cognizant of what they put online and know that just because you put it on TikTok, maybe you have like one follower, the next day you could have a million followers and that video could have been downloaded in distributed places you didn't expect. Mm. So a lot of people seem to feel really burned by this because it's just another example of being a woman online. You know, you can't have any fun. Like, I didn't even do this and I my personal space feels so invaded, you know? So it's like, does that feel true to you? That's what kills me about this. A lot of men misunderstand that (laughs) people do this challenge because it makes them feel good. Yeah, they know other people are going to see it and also think they're sexy, but it's because it's there's a sense of empowerment or a sense of feeling good in your skin. Like I've seen people of all different body sizes do this, of different abilities, of different ages, of different gender identities. And it's done for your own gaze or for the gaze of other women sometimes to feel good about yourself. It wasn't done so that dudes could take it and edit it and try and extract as much gratification out of it as possible. Like that's not the context in which they're created. And that's what angers me so much about this. Yeah. It just feels like 
people just don't understand the fact that like we're all in social media and social media is a way in which like we can participate in our online economy, how we want to have agency online. And these videos, you know, just because someone's like looking sexy, that doesn't mean it's for you. This is for that person. And for folks to come in and take that agency away from especially women on TikTok is just such, such a violation. It's so sad to see. Yeah. And I can tell you, I've gotten many emails from people telling me that these women deserve it. And I think that is, yeah, that's, that's, those aren't fun to get. No, that's, that's trash. And I'm sorry, you're getting those. So all these men, if they're listening to this, this, y'all can email me and I'll cuss you out for her. So it's cool. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to say like, no one should feel ashamed for participating in this challenge and like, keep doing it. You look great. Just don't wear anything that you wouldn't want to be seen in normal light. I think that's the only thing to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for your reporting here and for joining us today, talking us through this thing that was so pure and now men online have ruined it. Yeah. Well, thanks for chatting with me. All right. That's it for today. Remember to join us tomorrow. And remember, Kim Kardashian, someone made a video just for you. You should respond. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Conquer your New Year's resolutions with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, you'll learn how to make the most of your time with practical tools to help you feel less busy and get more done. Listen to Before Breakfast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.